Get away from her, you bitch! Great kid! Don't get cocky! That still only counts as one! Okay, you people sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fires burning, because we're not back by dawn. Call the president. Groovy. Welcome back to another action-packed episode of Good for an Action Movie. I am one of your hosts, Will Thornton. And I'm your other host, Max Steele. And we are here today joined by a few guests out from sunny California. Um, We've got a couple of boys recording from their apartment, a couple of Godzilla fans. Who do we have here? It looks like it's, uh, well, you guys can introduce yourselves. uh, This is me, Jackson Hill, uh, one of the two guys in, in sunny California. And it's me, Connor Eldridge. Uh, hello, uh, the other guy in the apartment. Uh, it's so nice to be on the show. Thanks for having us. That's right. Um, and today, the four of us have convened this very important meeting to discuss the 2019 uh, action movie Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Uh, we are recording um, just a few days before the American release of is it Godzilla versus Kong or Kong versus Godzilla? It's Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong, versus right? Kong. Yeah. Okay. yeah, you're right. So Godzilla versus Kong just opened this weekend internationally. Uh, it made about $50 million so far. So it's looking to be a pretty big hit. And um, it is coming out next weekend in, in the U.S. And uh, we thought it would be a great time to revisit a movie that, to be honest, I'm not even sure I remember existing until I watched it <laughs> on HBO Max. I remembered it existing because I remembered that we had watched Kong Skull Island right. right around, like right before this one came out. And I was actually excited to see it. And then I forgot about it. So, yes. Uh, and I will soon forget about it uh, after seeing it too. Um, not to preview any thoughts or anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, we like to start off these episodes. Yeah. We, I think we normally kind of say, like, if we've seen the movie before, uh, I don't think uh, Connor or Jackson had you guys seen this prior to you watching it a few days ago. Yeah, I'd Jackson had, but I, I had not. Did you see it in theaters, Jackson? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Uh, <laughs> Hell big yeah. fan of the of the whole Warner Brothers uh, the monster MonsterVerse verse yeah, that they're doing, yeah. or the legendary <laughs> legendary mo- MonsterVerse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, MonarchVerse. Like yeah, the MonarchVerse. Um, yeah, so I was pumped for this movie. I saw it opening weekend. Uh, nice. Yeah, and was excited to watch it again. Awesome. Yeah, I, I had not seen it. Uh, I had the its its biggest cheerleader by my side, so I had a <laughs> I had a positive outlook going into it. And I, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to get too. I don't want to step on if you're. Oh, go go right ahead. We but, can get right into it. I think sure, we should. We like to jump right not? in. Uh, it seems it, I don't know. It, it was like I liked the action. I think a lot of the monster fights were very uh, cool, and like even though it was mostly, if not all, CG, it was like really pretty good looking. But then like it's just a monster fight followed by uh, all the characters standing around the table and talking about where they need to go next, and that that happens like probably six times. And there's it's always like it's always bookended on either end by cool monster fights but it's a really 
kind of movie that's it's it's lacking a lot uh, outside of the action. As soon as soon as I realized that it wasn't set in Japan, I was kind of out. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I've set. never, I, I can't imagine like a Godzilla movie not in like its originating place. I don't know. But what about the twenty fourteen? I don't think Max has. Seen I the have 2014 not seen that one either. I nah. oh, have go ahead, not Max. seen any except like a lot of parts from the originals. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know. I think the 2014 one, like they were trying to do something like take it a little more seriously and be stylish with it and stuff. But um, I like I like King of Monsters a lot more because uh, upon like rewatching that 2014 one, it's just super dull and like, it's very dark. There's yeah, like like literally dark. So seriously. Yeah. Yeah, the Godzilla per minute is pretty low in the yes. 2014 one, but you do get a ton of monsters. Yeah, wait. So the Godzilla per minute is lower in Godzilla than it is in Godzilla King of the Monsters, or is it the other way around? Yes, yes. yes you've got. I would, I would say Godzilla King of the Monsters is is a very high actually monster per minute compared with a lot of even the old Toho films. Like that's one thing I will say for it is that you do have a lot of on-screen monster fights, which doesn't always happen. And I think if if we go into the, a little bit of the history of the MonsterVerse, so 2014, Gareth Edwards uh, directs. Let's get do a little. This isn't lore. This is U.S. history. <laughs> this Connor. is just what's happened. Uh, oh, this okay. is just what's happened here. So Gareth Edwards uh, directs Godzilla. Is lore. Life has become kind of lore <laughs> for me. <laughs> So now Connor this, only reads about uh, only learns about life through reading books he finds in video games. Um, <laughs> um, notes people left. Guys, please, this, this this is serious. In 2014, this is podcast, yeah. 2014, Gareth Edwards stumbled upon an ancient relic that allowed him to unlock the power to direct a new Godzilla movie. Um, he found this in a, in a, in a uh, cave within the hollow earth beneath the oh. ocean. Um, <laughs> I forgot the hollow so earth was a part of this. Did the you guys is hollow and flat? That's I hate to, I, <laughs> I hate to skip both. <laughs> I hate to skip all the way, but did you guys stick around and watch the full credits to this movie? Yeah, uh, is there a post credit scene? Well, there is I a post credit scene, but th- there's also uh, the credits are set to like newspaper headlines mm-hmm. about how all the big um, titans are are like reversing climate change, mm-hmm. uh, and it's literally like as direct as like big mammoth shows up and sea levels begin to drop. Like that's what the <laughs> headlines all say. And um, do they m- name all the kaiju? And they, the- they all do have names. I don't okay. believe they're named in the movie. I have their names for you. You want to hear them? I want to hear the Mastodon's name. I believe the Mastodon's else. name is Leviathan. They name him in the credits. That is the <laughs> coolest one. I wanted to see more of him. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he was cool. The crab one is cool too, I thought. Is the Cloverfield is one of those the Cloverfield monster? One no, it's exactly like Cloverfield. That's just the one from that's the one from 2014. Yeah, the uh, big bat okay. thing, the Mutos. Yeah. So here are all the names. Uh, they were revealed prior to the movie. I do not know which ones they match up with, but we have Baphomet, which is also also a different thing. Typhon, Abaddon, Bunyip, Methuselah. <laughs> These are all Pokemon. Methuselah. <laughs> Behemoth, Skilla, Tiamat, 
Leviathan, Sargon, and Mokale Mumbebe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't so, realize there were that many. I didn't realize monsters. it either, but there there's at least that? 17. They say it in the movie. Yeah, right? they did say that. Yeah, but did we see that? I mean, I don't I know feel like we see these... 17. You don't see like 17. The... You see the Cloverfield guy, Leviathan, the, the mammoth, yeah, the crab one, yeah, and like one more. That like I mountain think... one that's like a big turtle mountain. Yes, Gamera. But yeah, I actually I mean, don't think he's. In it's there. not Gamera. They no. they don't. So, um, and that's what sucks about this movie. No I was Gamera. waiting the whole time. I thought Gamera would show up. He's my favorite. <laughs> um, Gamera technically Jet never Jet has Jet been in a, in a Godzilla fan, uh, movie. It's a different uh, franchise. Yeah, huh. both Toho, but um, yeah, they tried to get the rights to other monsters like Angelus and um, I don't know, probably like uh, Baragon and stuff, but they they. Toho only sold them Rodan, Mothra, and uh, Ghidorah, which are really like the biggest three yeah, after Zilla. But are the um, best ones anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, but it, go ahead, Connor. Oh, just I, I remembered something I wanted to talk about. The the guy who plays um oh the names got the names. Uh, Doctor Emma Russell's husband. What is what Kyle, is Kyle Chandler? Kyle Chandler. Yeah, that Friday that Night guy, Lights. Yeah, Do you, I fucking hate him. He, really? I he's thought, not really a good actor. I oh, thought yes, he, was, he is. I you thought he was. Crazy. No, he's just whispering the whole time. That's his. Oh whole yeah, thing. I could it's not just, hear him. <laughs> we're gonna we're, we're, we're gonna have to go after God. He's a predator. <laughs> he's Predators a predator. hunt. It's like you're. Ah, God. I, I mean, and then. Well, him and Thomas Middleditch were just like the worst fucking kids. Yeah. Just nothing to them. Thomas Middleditch was hilarious in this. Oh, he's dude. so I kinda, funny. I kind of like Thomas Middleditch in this. <laughs> just did? because he's something different. Because, well, the thing that like I... Like what so is did, his archetype though? Like different yeah, than what? No one really has an archetype except... Uh, well, this is my thing about most of the characters in the movie. So um, just to get in like overall impressions because I think that... <laughs> I think we could just get those out there if we want to. I didn't really care for this movie at all, just because like every character's motivation is I'm sad and or like nothing. It's nothing else. And Thomas Middleditch was one of the I'm nothing. Well, well Ice, Ice Cube's sad. son's motivation was I'm Ice Cube's son. That's what I <laughs> this is this movie is a colossal. I actually think O'Shea uh, is like an, an incredibly talented actor. I think he is. Like, I think he has really, like, actual leading man potential. Um, I don't know if you've seen, like, he's great in Straight Outta Compton, but he's also, like, so good in Den of Thieves. Like, he's the best part of that movie by far. And he had just, I think he has a ton of charisma. And this movie, just like casting him. And I also think, though, uh, I'm maybe not as big a fan, uh, you know, the Hamilton guy is also, like, potentially a future Hollywood leading man. He's about to star in In the Heights, and so like Ramos, Anthony Ramos. Anthony Ramos. Yeah, yeah I, I was. I couldn't remember his name. Was uh, he one of the soldiers? Yeah, him yeah. and O'Shea Jackson Jr. are the two soldiers, and it's so strange that they're in this. But that my they're... take on my take on the cast of this movie as is this is like one of the most like a bunch of very talented, accomplished actors taking a check movies. Yeah, like yeah, the, the, the cast of this like you could imagine it being like really fun, but no one is bringing any interest in their role except for probably uh you know mbb Maybe kenny w 
yeah uh, yeah i mean he's he's fine <laughs> he, he brings it every time yeah but like exactly. millie this is millie bobby brown's film debut so like she is probably like trying the hardest because she's like okay i have to do something other than stranger things like uh so she she is actually probably like trying to act the most and everyone else is like did it did the did the direct deposit go through okay all right i'll shoot <laughs> yeah. my scenes yeah I, I I would totally agree with that, but like also I, I feel like uh like with the script, like what what are they going to supposed do? to do? Like what, <laughs> what would any yeah. of those actors it's do? It's impossible. Like Vera Farmiga ha- like her character Academy Award nominee Vera Farmiga. Yeah, like she is a very talented actress and everything, but yeah, Academy Award nominated. <laughs> yeah, all she gets to do is be on Skype and be like, <laughs> and like just make wild decisions. Pollution, Let's pollution li- is happening. <laughs> well, she also kills she like I don't know several hundred million people, <laughs> yeah. like on the low and end. Invents invents the orca, which this little device, which is so important to controlling these monsters, that they just leave to get busted up random places. I like. Sorry, it to can literally make that. Deidre go to one ship, hit a button. No, he's going to the other ship. Yeah. Turn it off. Back to the other ship. Just hit a button, pick, back to you pick just build a second attacking. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also just another uh, kind of unrelated point, but just about the cast. Like uh, there were so many scenes where uh, Tywin Lannister. What's the actor's name? Tar- Charles Dance. Yeah. yeah, who is like truly one of my favorite working actors today? Yeah, is he's he in really a Star good. Wars. No, he's uh, not in a Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's put that him in a Star like Peter Wars. Cushing. Uh, but <laughs> just him, he wore uh, this like very uh, similar wardrobe, like a modern looking wardrobe version of Tywin Lannister's stuff. <laughs> And was yeah. just like always looking like Tywin Lannister. And, I and think... he said, Long live the king. Yeah, and they said long yeah. live the king. Yeah. It was so yeah. crazy. Huh. Well, he's completely wasted. Like his character is kind of superfluous because it ends up being that obviously Vera Farmiga is like not she's not taken hostage. She's working with him. So it'd be yeah. like a classic case of like, well, just rewrite this so that just combine those two characters. You don't need a heat. He has like 15 lines of dialogue. He's barely in the movie. <laughs> I know. Although he, he is the post-credit sequence. If anyone stuck around to watch Dang it. it, yeah. I mean, did you watch it, Jackson? We did watch that. He's yeah, seen it twice. It. He just finds the the Ghidra head. Um, yeah, he's buying oh, the yeah. the Ghidorah head. Yeah, and like I guess that's a tease that he would make like Mecha Mecha Ghidorah. Ghidorah yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. I mean, that was that be the coolest cool. part of the movie. Yeah, if, <laughs> if like much. Kong and Godzilla had to team up to fight, uh, which could Ghidorah, could still could happen. Be. I'm it's probably Ghid- gonna watch it's it. It's got to be Ghidra, right? Out. Let's let's talk about how we pronounce this word because I've, I've heard it. Ghidra. I've heard it all over the board. They, I say they, Ghidorah di- in different Godzilla movies in different dubs. They say it differently. Uh, I have always said Ghidorah, and in some movies they call him Ghidra. It's well, it's know. throwing me for a loop when yeah. when the same person is saying it different ways. <laughs> well, so at least stick to your guns. Yeah, right. I like Ghidra, but uh, that's what know. I say. I say Ghidra. I, I think we could give at least like a little overview of like what happens in the movie. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> let me, get, let like, me do a con- let me do a quick run through. Okay. All right. Ten minutes later. So then that ends the first act, and then we get. <laughs> okay. So and now. So, 
so they unmelt Ghidra. So this movie, event. this movie is set in, in the aftermath of the Godzilla attacks of 2014. Mainly focuses on we Kyle all Chandler. remember them. Yes, <laughs> Kyle Chandler and Vera Farmiga, who lost a son to Godzilla, um, and their daughter Millie, Millie Bobby Brown in Godzilla. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, basically, the kind of MacGuffin of the movie is the the Orca device, which is a thing that does bioacoustics, which can communicate with the monsters and do like just make them. I don't know. It can like make them follow you, but it can also make, make them, them stop horny. attacking you. It can make them yeah. And basically, the alpha frequency. You just need, you the, need alpha. the alpha frequency. Yeah, you need the alpha frequency. So, um, in this movie, uh, it's focusing in on the monarch, which is like a parrot, like a kind of like a quasi-governmental science institution that is was originated in Kong Skull Island that has been tracking all these like titans that are all like asleep. And um, basically, Vera Farmiga gets captured by an eco-terrorist who's played by Charles Dance. It winds up that she's she's actually working with him. And they use the orca to basically wake up all the titans. Oh, but but actually, they wake up uh, Ghidra and Ghidra wakes up all the other ones. That is true. Uh, you're right. You're right. We also find out that Ghidra is an Urkidora. I'm going to stick to my guns. Uh, <laughs> do it. Do as it. Connor suggested, um, <laughs> is an alien. Yes. Not part right. of like this grand. Not Titan part of the ecosystem. ecosystem. And, and that invasive is invasive species. Yes. Just, and, that's kind of a cool idea. Well, now. that that's that can, that's canon. The best from... ten seconds of the movie, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's always been. The thing, though, was yeah, Ghidorah is a space monster that comes. Oh, down. I knew, I knew it was yeah. always a space yeah. monster. No, in the context of the movie, I yeah. don't think you knew. I think, <laughs> I think that, I think that he's the king of the monsters. Yeah, is that what I was supposed to take away. Last <laughs> from me. So, anyways, Ghidorah wakes up, and yes, you're right. He wakes up all the other monsters. They start rampaging around. We we meet uh, Rodan, who is featured prominently in the movie we'll we'll go back big, and discuss some of the action bird. here yeah big big fire pterodactyl uh mothra wakes up she she had woken up actually earlier in the movie as a as a caterpillar she blooms into a moth all along they're like trying to find godzilla they have a big underwater lair i don't know it's hard to remember the exact machinations yeah. of the plot but basically <laughs> Ghidorah and godzilla have an initial fight where Godzilla bites Ghidorah's one of Ghidorah's three heads off, which is cool. And then uh, the military launches the oxygen destroyer, which is another callback to many previous Godzilla films, including the original, which is how they kill Godzilla in the first uh, 1957 movie or 1954. Um, They kill him with the oxygen destroyer, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't uh, work because it kills Godzilla, but it doesn't kill Ghidorah. Or it doesn't kill Godzilla. I mean, we think it does when it happens. Obviously, if you're he's just you know, sleeping. He's just sleeping. He's in a deep slumber. So in order to wake Godzilla to fight Ghidorah, and basically there's this whole plot about one of the monsters has to be the Alpha, and it used to be Godzilla, but now it's Ghidorah. So they're all obeying him basically, but they need to reestablish Godzilla as the title King of the Monsters. Um, so they wake up Godzilla by uh, Ken Watanabe detonating a nuclear bomb at, on his face, basically. <laughs> um, sort of a lost season five moment. And um, spoilers for lost season five. Uh, they blow up a nuke in lost season five. They I sure never got do. that far. and probably will never watch they do. it. So we can talk um, about that if you want. And uh, uh, let's see, where do we go? Godzilla wakes up. They have a big fight, which we can talk about the action and ends That's, up, you know, Godzilla, Godzilla wins. Godzilla wins. And then all the time. And it literally just ends. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, well, and then we the have, part of the and then the monsters happens. solve climate change. Yeah. But what, what would you want to see after that, though, of him like standing? <laughs> uh, that's on? very true. Oh, no, Probably that's the best else. way to end. Yeah. I don't Godzilla government. I don't want to see any like monster government. <laughs> I don't want to see like more Kyle Chandler and Millie yeah. Bobby Brown. Monster and, like, government. Millie it sounds like you're talking about the U.S. Congress, Connor. I know. And I was. <laughs> Get him. Right. Get him. I think can, can I say something about the cast since sure. we were talking about that before? Sure. So he, here's my thought. Sally Hawkins is in this movie. It's a monster movie. Um, um, you know what else was a monster movie? The Shape of Water. That's right. Is Sally Hawkins going to have sex with Godzilla? It does not happen. But well, she happen. also got, she gets eaten in the movie. She's yes. Well, let's but talk she about could have had sex with Godzilla. How big is Godzilla's penis? <laughs> well, uh, I don't think he has one. I don't think one. he has one. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it kind of just goes straight down flat. Just mode. smooth. He's a Ken doll. <laughs> yeah. I, and also, he doesn't reproduce. Because um, he's a god. Yeah. And he eats n- nukes. So. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, he's probably so, sterile anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah. he's got a lot of. Oh, at one point, Godzilla has been so soaked in radiation after the uh, nuclear bomb that he becomes a bomb and it's sort of like a ticking <laughs> thermonuclear yeah it's a ticking clock like uh, thing in the movie where they have to get away from the battle because godzilla is about to explode which is pretty cool but i will say the explosion itself very underwhelming it doesn't even really it's just kind of like a big like roar of his oh, it could like have been EMP cooler pulse and i know but it it doesn't, that would have been times. cooler yeah I don't, I agree. It could have been better, but <laughs> I think he looks great when he's gone thermonuclear. No, it's very it cool. Really let's cool. let's get into the actual monsters because talking about the human plot in a Godzilla movie is always those plots are <laughs> yeah. always boring. It's not why yeah. you watch them. Can I say um, one thing that I think uh, Connor and Jackson will think is funny? So I was looking at yeah. the Wikipedia article during this movie just because I uh, wasn't <laughs> when it was the people parts. Yeah, um, and uh, under the under like the cast for Bradley Whitford, the guy who plays like the doctor guy, uh-huh. it, it says Bradley Whitley or uh, Bradley Whitford's character is based on Rick Sanchez from the popular TV show Rick and Morty, <laughs> oh and I thought that was just like the dumbest Are thing I've ever seen. Are you fucking kidding That's me? That's the old like gray haired doctor. Yeah, guy. the guy yeah, who Bradley. just does yeah. clips every the guy, once in a while. The guy from the guy from Zilla. West Wing. Zilla. <laughs> I was just like, what a what a what a dumb thing. What's his character's name? Is his character's name is like Rick, isn't it? It sounds uh, a lot like Rick Sanchez. I've got it here. <laughs> his character name is yeah, Rick Stanton. Oh my god. <laughs> that is Bobby Brown. It's on Wikipedia, thing. so it's gotta have I didn't see it what says, the source was. Director uh you know the director Michael Dockerty had it says Dockerty had the character quote drink a lot to keep the uh, character in line with the spirit of Sanchez. Okay, oh this is this God. is the greatest movie ever. I've just decided. <laughs> I saw Millie, that Bobby was like, Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. That's Morty. Yeah. No, middle middle ditch is Morty in the in the movie. Then <laughs> she has a Rick sticker on her laptop. Yeah, she does. Does she? Uh, that's right. Wow. They love Rick and Morty here in this wow. world. Yeah, let's that talk is... about the monsters. I've got a lot of. Okay, well, we have lots of good monster action. Like I said, I think this is a pretty high percentage of monster time on screen compared with a lot of uh, Godzilla movies. 
Um, I'm trying to think what's the first big action set piece. I should have kind of, I kind of write these down sometimes. I got to look at my it's notes. It's when uh, okay, Mothra so, wakes up. Yeah. And it's Madison Russell. And we're back to talking about the humans and <laughs> Madison Russell, two Madison L's in Russell. the name, 11, Stranger Things, 11, two L's. It's all connected. It's all connected to the Rick and Morty verse. So, uh, Morty verse. Vera Farmiga is out on the catwalk, um, trying to calm down a caterpillar version of Mothra who has been webbing uh, the soldiers to the walls, <laughs> and she kills that one doctor that I recognize very from quickly. Stranger Things. Oh no, no, no! She doesn't kill him. Oh yeah, that's right. He's the yeah. He's he gets the shot. A- he gets agents. shot by Tywin. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> by the guy who should be in Star Wars. Yeah, Kings, yeah. Uh, uh, yes um but yeah so she's trying to do the alpha frequency and then millie bobby brown has to run out there onto the catwalk for literally no reason at all Mom. other than to be able to <laughs> touch mothra on the face when uh she calms down that's literally all millie bobby brown is here to do in the movie is to like go up to the monster they <laughs> get really close and like touch them on the nose and that's what she's gonna do in godzilla versus king kong as well and also is she in that yeah yeah okay okay <laughs> she's in the know. trailer uh also isn't the alpha frequency that uh dr russell comes up with just godzilla mixed with a human yeah yep <laughs> that's cool we're apex predators baby Woo! in this if world we just we're in this world full of titans. We're <laughs> yeah, we just need a little bit of Godzilla DNA, and then we're alpha. Um, yeah, that seems pretty cool. I think. I think that at fun, least yeah. the webbing. Uh, it's literally for like two seconds, but when when she's like webbing the guys to the walls, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, I don't love the design of the adult Mothra. I think she looks too like waspish. I don't think you see enough of Mothra. Like, in ter- there's not enough wide shots of the monsters, yeah. I feel like. You don't really get a good, will you say this all the time, like, you know, geography of the scenes and stuff like that. I feel like you don't get good, like, geog. I'm going to say monster anatomy. <laughs> because with, like, at least with, like, like, Mothra, I don't think you see it, like, wide enough that you actually it's, understand. The shots like, what of her are, are really quick, yeah. Yeah, and she she's too she fast. Has, like, they couldn't she film has, like a stinger now and stabs Rodan through the heart with it, which is like mm-hmm. cool. But I don't Can know. Mothra be milked, uh, like a well, or at least because in caterpillar it's, form because it's, it's female. Yeah, well, maybe, I don't caterpillars know. Just, have milk. I don't. I don't know what you're going for here. Why um, do you want to know? That? <laughs> I don't know. I just could have explored the anatomy of Mothra more. I don't know. Just, <laughs> thinking about what's possible i agree with you though i think they had some really nice shots of uh idra especially yes um Mm -hmm. and rodan too like in his introduction um but yeah especially when mothra turns into like full-on mothra coming back Mm -hmm. out of the cocoon at the end of the movie like yeah there's maybe one shot where like the wings spread out but it's, mm-hmm. i agree you don't yeah. get a good sense of how big she is and stuff. yeah i, I did the... say out loud when Ghidorah first like flew and like revealed their wings Uh-oh. i did say they fly now <laughs> <laughs> if, in, case fly any, now. in case anyone wanted to relive that <laughs> yeah they should that should that line should be in pretty much every movie i <laughs> they fly love it every time they fly now they fly now i do love they the fly shot now. of uh, Ghidra, like the three heads coming up one by one. Okay, yeah, very so, cool. 
This is something that I wish was in the movie because I was reading the trivia on IMDb and they were talking about how like the middle head is obviously like the most intelligent one. Mm. And I really wish that they did something like all three heads at a different personality because wouldn't that be kind of fun? <laughs> Just like seeing them talk to bit. each other. They didn't yeah. really explore it very much though. I, I wish that all like... the monsters had more personality. Yeah, I think yeah. the obvious thing to do if I were if I were in charge of the legendary monster verse like it's it's almost cliche to talk about like how the human parts of the kaiju movies are really boring so like why isn't anyone saying like why don't we just make a movie where godzilla is the actual main character and like we follow yeah. him alone and like he has like actual emotions where like do a freaking godzilla movie where the first like 30 minutes is like wally and there's no humans in it and it's just godzilla in That'd the ocean cool. like exactly. walking around that'd be so cool and then you could actually feel like these are because it's no, expensive again, it is that like that's well here's the thing they wouldn't have and, to pay and, any actors i mean we should talk <laughs> we should talk about how much this movie like completely bombed and i i think it's interesting oh, why it? that happens so, so this movie the budget is estimated somewhere around one to 200 million they spend about 150 million on marketing and- i love when they uh i'm sorry when uh, when they give a, an estimated like budget and it's like 100 to 200 million uh, like, yeah they've yeah. got to know That's well so i mean so the, movie, the studio knows but they don't have to release anything public i mean but That's um, such a range it is quite a range but anyways i think i think it grossed like 386 worldwide which is pretty bad for a movie this big and only about 100 million um in the u.s by by uh by its second week, it was being outgrossed by uh, such hits as um, X-Men, Dark Phoenix, and wow. uh, getting tramped by uh, the number one movie that week, uh, Secret Life the of War Pets 2. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no. But by its third week, it was grossing less than Rocket Man, which is, a, I mean, Max likes it. I've never seen it, but a really much good. more niche market movie was yeah, already beating it. it yeah, which is interesting because the first Godzilla was a... So, the, both, the have, origin- both star larger than life figures who we all love yeah godzilla <laughs> um like the reason this movie got made so i was oh, this is what i was trying to talk about earlier was at when edwards does the first movie uh he the monsterverse had not really been conceived of yet or if it had they hadn't announced anything and he uh spoke very publicly about trying to direct a movie that was very standalone and and could exist without being a part of a franchise and i actually actually do like the 2014 godzilla a lot more than this i haven't seen it since theaters but i remember really liking it um it is kind of in that one yes it's cranstonzilla and what are you talking about connor there's no godzilla in there it's a what do you what do you like about the movie I think it's I think it's a better story. I think it's more more interesting. I think that what Gareth Edwards is trying to do in that movie is entice you with the promise of Godzilla, and he plays a lot on anticipation. He but, does. <laughs> and I will admit, I wish there was more of a reward at the end. But I think overall, the movie works really well in terms of making you appreciate the kind of like majesty of Godzilla and just how big and like big he is. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, but anyways. He doesn't think there's going to be a sequel, or at least he writes his movie and directs it for there not to be one. Godzilla 2014 opens to like 100 million its opening weekend, and Warner Brothers immediately basically announces the MonsterVerse based on the opening (laughs) of it. And since then, no movie has outgrossed. I mean, there's only been two others, 
but they have yet to kind of recapture that Kong Skull Island was like a not really a hit. I mean, it did okay. It did okay, but I like um, that movie a lot. It's good, but it didn't generate a lot of buzz. I think they were disappointed with it. And this movie was basically a critical, very negative, pretty negative reviews and kind of a box office bomb. But I think all this is very interesting because, and one of the reasons I want to talk about this is because I think that not just Warner Brothers, but I think the movie industry is really looking at this weekend of Kong versus Godzilla or whatever it's called as a real bellwether for which direction in theater movies are headed. Right. Yeah. Um, It's not going to make any money. I think it, I think it is actually going to, I think I've been doing a lot of research into this for the episode and there, I, I, it seems like what studios have leaked is that they're looking to see if a movie can make 20 million on its opening weekend again, which obviously two years ago would have been nothing really, but, um, I burned all my masks. I'm going. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. That is all to say, I think I am going to make my return to theaters next weekend and I'm going to see Godzilla versus Kong in IMAX. Mm. Uh, I think it's going to rock. Well, I don't know how the movie will be, but I think it'll be fun to see in IMAX at the very least. Much better than on a TV. Do you think it'll be in theaters for a while? Yeah, probably. Because there's no movies. There's no other <laughs> movies. True. Yeah. Well, um, I think that the Warner Brothers deal with theaters is um, they're in for 45 days and then they leave HBO Max, I think. So they're, they're, there's some incentive built in there because, or maybe that's the... To see it earlier and then after that you yeah can how are they going to incentivize people to see it in theaters if it's on hbo max well i mean i think that's the open question of movies in general right now like disney just announced the black yeah, widow <laughs> well, no it's true i mean there's disney, no answer like well they don't know what they're doing they're trying to see what works mm-hmm. like disney just announced that black widow is going to get a day and date released at at home on disney plus for 30 dollars, which i think is very significant because it's it will be the first marvel movie released uh post covid in two years right? in two years I, there's a lot of pent-up demand i think for more and i it'll be very interesting to see so much for how, me i, can't I mean i'm not that interested marvel. in the movie but like <laughs> marvel release oh yeah it's it's it, and they're doing the same thing with their other big like summer movie cruella is also they just announced that it's gonna <laughs> oh, be God, i forgot that was coming out <laughs> I'm just what saying, is, what, are the, what are the big times? What are well, the big movies that are coming out this year? Because I'm trying to remember what I'm actually excited for. Mortal yeah. Kombat. More, yeah, yeah. Space Jam Two. Space Maybe. Jam is a is a big one. <laughs> I like LeBron. Um, Black Suicide Widow. Squad. Su- Suicide the, Squad. The yes. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen any of the DC movies. You should oh, it's not. So good. It's so good. I've got to see. I got to see Justice League. <laughs> Is uh is is Fast Nine still coming out this year? Did that get bumped yeah. back? Oh, think, that's that's well, it is. I don't know when. The summer still. I think Wait. it's still this summer. Yeah. IGN had a graphic of like all the shout out to IGN.com. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> proud supporter of the good for. Oh, uh, the other big one would be the new Top Top Gun and Spider Man Spider Man Three. Oh yeah, that's gonna be that's a that's a holiday release, right? I'm not oh, sure. Oh, is No it's Time to like Die coming out? No Time to Die is still okay. slated for this year. Whenever so, that comes out, I am seeing it in theater. If yeah. it was, Here's what I got to say. If it was about in January, I would see. Um, 
of Godzilla vs. King Kong is that I think it is, I don't know. I mean, obviously you have to base it on something, but this is like right at the time where theaters are all opening up again yeah, and stuff. That's true. This is like the first big movie that is coming out when theaters are opening back up. So I'm going to assume that it's going to do pretty well yeah. because it's really the only option. Like, and I've heard it's a... kind of good so far. I think it has a lot of yeah. buzz too, as much as anything can these days. I yeah. think that it, I think that, I, the reason I'm excited to see it, we were talking about how the monsters need more personality, and that's like all Kong Skull Island is. Right. It's like there's personality in the people and in the monster. And yeah. so far, the monster verse Godzilla or Kong is just a little bit more. I think Kong Skull Island. Island is far and away the best monster verse movie, in my opinion, of the three. And it's um, not really great still. It's I really fun. It great, good. but like I think it's really fun. I think it benefits from being kind of a period piece and it has a lot of oh, like sure. homages in it and it's got a good soundtrack and it, it's just mm. more fun. Yeah. The it's final fight fun. is also the best of all. Yeah. Them, Very cool. Yeah. I mean, even though that monster he's fighting, like this just the little crawler, wow. skull crawlers or whatever. Oh, yeah. those are really cool. They're it's pretty just... cool, but they're like I I, I you know, he already kind of fought them and then it's just like a bigger one at the right. end yeah but like the actual combat and like the moves that he's doing and stuff that's probably the best out of, cool. out of all three of the movies i think yeah i think godzilla I, doesn't really have many moves oh the tail smash <laughs> and the laser the laser yeah. oh you got me that's um, the a button fighting, the, the b button big he's bite three moves he's got i do big, could be I, in smash we're, we're running a little bit long, so I want to I finish up our action discussion. I just want to mention, I think the highlight of the movie for me is the Rodan versus fighter jet. Oh, uh, my scene. God. That barrel uh, roll cool. spin. The barrel roll spin yeah. that Rodan does is so cool. Even him kind of first coming out of the volcano and the whole yeah. like, ash like rolling mm-hmm. over the town and everything is very, and like his silhouette kind of blanketing the city and everything. I thought that was all very cool. What do you think a beta frequency would sound like? <laughs> uh, I think I'm listening to it right now. <laughs> I think anyone who's listening to this podcast is hearing a, is hearing four versions of it. So let's get into our, uh, let's do our ratings um, for this movie. I will start. Uh, we give uh, ratings out of four stars here. Uh, I think overall, this is not a very good movie. Um, it's uh, had, I think it, Godzilla movies always have potential to be fun. I think this is one that is not that fun. Um, it has some good scenes, but I would give it just under 50%. I would give it one and a half out of four stars. And of my action rating, I will give it five out of 10 um uh emmy award-winning actors doing some of their worst work <laughs> uh who wants to give their rating who all won an emmy oh well i cannot say that because it might be part of our game later on that we're oh, gonna i'm sorry here. i'm so sorry i i would say um in in the four star rating category um yeah i'm i'm in the same boat as you will i think like that that sadly the non-monster scenes are a good majority of what makes it like still a movie like it can't just 
be monster fights. I would love that. That'd be cool if it was just do a Mad Max monsters style, just all action. Yeah, they're just running into each other all over the that world, just they fighting at all that. times. That would be very cool. But you can't have that if you're trying to pay some actors and get some name recognition. So uh, uh, I don't know. It had the chance to be like I knew it wasn't going to be good, but I thought it could be like bad to the point where it's like kind of funny but it really is just like frustrating writing and like because it's such a cool cast you're like oh well maybe they could have done something like interesting and mm-hmm. compelling here but instead the script is just trash um so i'm gonna give it a one not even a half just because that was really bad uh and then probably closer to the- a one to be honest yeah cool cool and then the action rating i'm gonna give it a seven and a half uh, leaning towards even an eight because I thought nice. a lot of the monster fights did enough for me to make it worth watching, and I would recommend it. I don't know. It's how long is it? Two and a half hours? Oh, it's kind of long. Pretty maybe long. Don't watch too it. long. Too long. Suits a little maybe. Yeah. All right, Jack. I would have loved to be in that set on that on that set with it that they just kept repurposing into different <laughs> ships and different <laughs> screens. <laughs> There's God. a submarine. There's a big <laughs> it's plane. Got a plane. It's like, it's like Monty Python, where they're just in different, uh, different, uh, different parts of the same castle. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I will say probably I'll bump it a little up bec- uh, from your guys' ratings to a two out of four, uh, because for me, I uh, although I agree the the scenes with humans and and the script and all that is very bad. To me, it is still like funny to watch because of how just like blandly generic and like corporate it all feels. <laughs> like it's just like so like not atrociously like funny bad, but like this really bland bad that is still kind of entertaining to me for some reason like just these pg-13 studio paycheck screenwriting yeah like it's just so weird but like an algorithm wrote it (laughs) but i agree like uh uh, someone has uh, uh, when you guys were talking about like what it could be with like godzilla you know starting with him for 30 minutes or whatever it could be like todorowski or whatever um the guy who, what's his name, who does, that might not be how you say it, but who does Samurai Jack and uh, the old Clone Wars yeah. cartoon and Primal. You've got it. Show. His name is something like that. I, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> um, yeah, like something like him where there's like not that much dialogue and it's just super like aesthetically done. It doesn't all have to be action, but even the non-action parts could be like, just cool character quiet development yeah moments was showing godzilla doing like his daily routine or whatever <laughs> anyway the action i would also say yes an eight uh rodan awesome Ghidra's awesome i think the part where that we didn't mention that's really cool is where at the very end there's a fake out where you think Ghidra's still alive <laughs> and his head's cool. coming up but it's actually just godzilla having his neck down his mouth and then he shoots a laser for some reason through <laughs> very cool the mouth of Ghidra. Yeah, that rock. Really sick. Wow. <clears throat> now cool. that you reminded me of that four stars. Um, <laughs> I've got recency bias. I'm gonna give it one and a half stars as well overall as a movie. There are two things that I, I really uh wanted to mention. Um in this like final summation one is that i think the world building is really terrible 
And that's something that you could really have fun with. I feel like the, the, the world does not react in a very realistic way to the fact that there are like monsters. It's just like <laughs> 17 yeah, just have, massive monsters. Yeah. Just like, just have a couple newscasts that talk about the monsters and that's enough world building that we need where like, you could really have, I think a more realistic and fun and fun things to do with that. Like, um, the beginning of Arrival, the Amy Adams movie, where it's like it per- portrays it like an alien ship coming down in a very realistic way. Uh, and I think that's something that they could have done. I also think that the idea that uh, Kenny W., uh, my guy, says at some point in the movie, like sometimes to like overcome a problem, you have to make uh, peace with your demons who created them. And I think that's a really cool idea. And if they just focused on that, I think they could have been a better movie instead of having a big cast all check cashing their uh, checkbooks um, in action. I'm just going to give it a six out of 10. A lot of it's cool, but there's not enough of it or that memorable of anything. So six out of 10 um, David Straythorn minutes of screen time. Oh, what a, what a cameo. He just shows up. <laughs> he's in, he's in the first Godzilla. Oh, is he? <laughs> it's like, his Stens. Stens. Yeah. Stens. And ma- yeah. missing Hamilton. Yeah. Hampton, 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 Hampton. <laughs> His you guys watched that one much more movie. recently. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, okay, well, well, you have just a game such for memorable characters. I just remember Hampton. Like, and it's just... funny there are like literally four more characters that we did not talk about at all. I'm not saying we should, <laughs> but there were some that there did not are. Yeah. Uh, okay, I do have a game. Uh, do we want to just Please. skip recommendations this episode? It's been kind of long. Yeah, I don't really have any. I don't. I mean, I, I could, but let's just play I the could, game. I could, but I don't have any. Personal. All right. This is our game. It does not have a title because it's, it's, it's not a Max game. He always has good titles for his games. But I'm going, to, I'm going to read you the award resume of one of the actors in this movie. Okay. <laughs> We're talking Emmys, oh Oscars, and Golden Globes, nominations, and wins. And you're going to see if you can get it. Okay. All right. All right. You're going to see if you can get who it is. All right, Godzilla here we go. King of the Oscars. That's right. That a good, there we go. Is that a good game name? Okay, let's <laughs> let's begin. We're, we've King one of the, the actors in this movie is a seven-time Emmy nominee and a two-time winner. Okay, is it Kyle? Can we play? Are we co-op? Can we play uh, co-op? Yeah, let's do co-op. You guys discuss, and then you get me uh, get me an answer. Okay, uh, and I will also add. Uh, this actor is also a three-time Golden Globe nominee. Okay. Wow. If it's that stuff, I feel like it's probably TV. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking Kyle. Ch- I was thinking Kyle Chandler because of Friday Night Lights, right. and that was really popular. But did she, didn't she win some? I mean, I I also. But agree. she's also been nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, for, that's, yeah, that's for up in the true. air. That's true. Who? Vera Farmiga. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, who else could it be? Yeah, Kyle Chan. How? I mean, I don't know. What has Ken Watanabe been? I don't uh, think he's been nominated for seven not an Emmys. Yeah, Emmys. I don't think that would be weird. I think David Strathorn's been nominated for an Academy Award for Good Night and Good Luck. Is Metal is the Rick is the Rick Sanchez guy? Oh, it could guy? be him because he's on West Wing. Oh, that's right. Uh, What's his name? uh bradley whitford yeah i would say right, either... i need i need a guess uh what do you from, think from each of us or from no no the you're, team? you're you're co-oping here I, it's either bradley whitford or kyle 
that Kyle do Kyle, Kyle Chandler? Chandler. Uh, do we Kyle just want to guess Kyle Chandler? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That okay. Makes We're going to guess Kyle Chandler. You are wrong. That would be okay. Bradley. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Seven <laughs> Emmy uh, nominations. Um, I Were believe, they all for the West Wing? No. Uh, he is, was nominated three times for the West Wing. He won once. He was nominated twice for Transparent. He won once. Oh. And he has been nominated twice. Oh, sorry. He is a three-time winner. That's my bad. Uh, oh, well, we would have gotten right, invalid, yeah, yeah. invalid. All right. Throw the question out. He's been nominated <laughs> twice and won once for The Handmaid's Tale. So the Emmys, oh, wow. great up, love Whitford. That's uh, crazy. I, told- I also just realized that transparent is a pun. I never put that together. <laughs> it definitely I don't think, is. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever said the title out loud to me. <laughs> and I hand Handmaid's t- told on myself that I haven't seen that show. So I didn't know. <laughs> He's only in Actually, the later- that's a new... That's He's a in new only the later seasons, which not as many people watched. But okay, your uh, next your next actor is, I'm and sorry, I'm going to give you, of... I'm going to give you a little <laughs> a little bit of a hint here. Your next actor was a nominee for both an Academy Award and a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor in 2004. I think it's David Straythorn because isn't that when Good Night and Good Luck came out? Wait, can you repeat the question? I, I, it, this 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 actor was nominated. Can you repeat for... the question? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm playing. Connor's playing Super Smash Bros. Yeah, sorry. Uh, this this actor was nominated for a 2004 Best Supporting Actor um, Oscar and a 2004 Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture Golden Globe. Wow. Yeah, I think that's a good a good guess, Max, because I'm trying to think of any other like Ken Watanabe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what he's been in besides. Uh, he was in Batman. Batman. Oh uh, yeah, he was nominated. Well, that was 2008. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, he won the Oscar. He, in Oscar. <laughs> he won the Oscar for Batman Begins. <laughs> or 2005. 2005. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's. Stens, is that who you're talking about? Yeah, <laughs> it's so. probably Stens. You think it's David so, Strathern? Yeah, let's guess that. Yeah, I think that's right. You are wrong again. <laughs> it is <laughs> in Watanabe. Oh! Oscar nominee and Golden Globe nominee for, does anyone know? A little motion picture called The Last, the Last Samurai. Samurai. Of course. Uh, oh my Oscar God. nominee. All right, let's do a few more because these are fun. Okay, your next. I gotta come. I gotta be more assertive. Your next one. Let me pull up the full list here. I've got my notes. Is a one-time Oscar nominee, a one-time, let's see, Golden Globe nominee, and a two-time Emmy nominee. Now you can ask for the year and category of one of those three types of awards is this vera farmiga yeah can we get the oscar i think that's probably the most specific one yeah the rarest of okay this actor was a oscar nominee for best supporting actress in 2010 yeah that's up in the air that's up in the air it's gotta be you want to is that who are the other there's uh what's her name from shape of water sally hawkins yeah 
Oh, Hawkins, uh, indie, uh, whatever. Stranger Hawkins, things. Stranger Things, Eleven, Stranger <laughs> Things, Godzilla, Two L's, Eleven, Stranger Things. Oh my God, it's all connected. Oh There's my Godzilla, Dustin. there's Dustin. <laughs> um, I think it is probably Vera Farmiga, but I don't know. Yeah, or Tom, you have to decide. Yeah, let's do Vera Farmiga. Let's say it is. It is Vera Farmiga. Yeah. Yes. Right. All right, I have two more for you, okay? All right, Five, uh, 33%. This actor is a two-time Academy Award nominee, a three-time Golden Globe nominee, and a one-time Golden Globe winner. I will Mary tell you, Bobby. my hint for this is all of these, all the Golden Globes are for movies, for films. This could be Sally Hawkins, maybe. That was going to be my first thought, but... Or Strathern, again. Yeah. Oh, true. Uh, Stens. I, I do love Stens. Man, who else is in the movie? What was the one that the actor won? Uh, they have won one Golden Globe. For a movie? For a movie, for a musical or comedy, best. Uh, it Ryan is Gosling. a lead. Musical it is comedy. a lead role in a musical or comedy. Could be Sally Hawkins. I think it is Sally Hawkins because I that, bet they put Shape of Water as a musical or comedy. Because I can't think of a David Strathern comedy that he won a Golden Globe for. Is Good Night and the Good Luck considered a comedy? I don't think the so. Golden Globes do really weird they stuff do do with weird the stuff. genre. Angle. But I definitely remember Shape of Water being nominated as like a musical or a comedy, I think. It's a musical. <laughs> There's a dance number. Uh, Sally Hawkins, lock it in. You are correct. It is wow. Sally Let's Hawkins. Go. She is a two-time Oscar nominee, both for uh, a... Oh, sorry, for a supporting actress... or Well, so for Shape of Water lead actress mm. 2018 and blue jasmine getting her another oh, supporting yeah. actress now her win though was for the 2008 comedy happy go lucky a movie oh. i've never seen uh, oh. okay all right here's uh here's your i said one more right okay yeah sure this last one this actor is a a three-time emmy nominee Thomas that's Miller. it that's it that's what oh, you okay. get no oh, I, Golden Globe or Oscar uh, nominations. Yeah, has he been Silicon nominated Valley. for Silicon Valley? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna guess it's that's my guess, but I don't want to lock it in if you guys are thinking other things. Well, who's just in TV? Kyle Chandler. Is Charles Dance a TV actor? Who's Charles Dance? The Tywin Lannister. Uh, I don't think um, he was nominated for anything. Millie Bobby Brown, eleven. Stranger Seasons one, two, and three. <laughs> the AV Club teacher seasons one, two, and three. <laughs> Should have snub, snub, snub. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Randall P. Havens. I just looked up his name. <laughs> okay, I will. I will give you. I will give you the category of the of these emmy awards okay this Should actor we... was nominated in 
once for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Miniseries or Movie and has been nominated twice for Outstanding Narrator. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking Um, obscure Emmys here. Outstanding Narrator. Straight yeah, that could be that him because he's no. got like a voice oh, for that. That's true. Or Kyle Chandler. I mean, we oh, did. Oh, it could be Kyle a Chandler. Mini series. Oh yeah, mini series. That is Chandler in a mir- good mir- mini series or TV movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't is know. Super Eight technically a mini series. Okay, <laughs> lock in your answer. Who are you guessing? Okay, we're going to guess. Uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, we're going to guess Randall P. Havens. Lock it in. Randall Lock it in. P. Got Havens. It. You are incorrect. Ah, it is ah, what? the best narrator, the best voice in the movie. It is Charles Dance, of course. Oh, uh, God damn it. Okay, I just want to read you the rundown of how many award nominations this cast has, okay? Kyle Chandler, five five time Emmy nominee, one time winner. Vera Farmiga is an Oscar nominee. She's also been nominated for two or three Emmys. Millie Bobby Brown, two time Emmy nominee. Ken Watanabe, wow. we already did him. Gigi Zhang, uh, Golden Globe nominee for Memoirs of a Geisha. Uh, Bradley Whitford, seven time Emmy nominee. Sally Hawkins, two time Oscar nominee. Charles Dance, three time Emmy nominee. Middle Ditch even has an Emmy nomination. And David Strathern is an Oscar nominee, and I don't know if he has any Emmys, but he is. He's got he a was SAG awards. Maybe. I'm sure he's got some SAG awards, but yes, he was nominated for an Oscar for Good Night and Good Luck. But anyways, like I said, a lot of people who are pretty accomplished cashing yeah, a check couldn't, here, couldn't doing do absolutely nothing. It. Yeah, Strathern has two Golden Globe nominations, um, two lines and two Emmy, Emmy uh, <laughs> one Emmy win and two one whole Emmy nomination. So yeah. Anyways, I was just watching. I was watching this, just noticing the like stacked cast of like very accomplished TV actors, and I was like, this is actually kind of <laughs> crazy. But that is really crazy. Anyways, well, thanks for listening, everyone. King of the Oscars. That's right. (laughs) Godzilla, King of the Oscars. So uh, thank you guys for listening. We will be uh, back at you with another episode. We want to thank our guests, Connor and Jackson, the bad boys of LA coming on. (laughs) Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, thanks for having us. A great time. Love talking Zilla. That's right, baby. (laughs) All right. Very good Godzilla versus Kong. It's over. Nothing is over. Nothing is over until we decide it is. It's over. Go home. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. And and as always, long live the king. (laughs) See ya.